Welcome to the Partnernomics Show, where industry thought leaders discuss the hottest topics in partnerships, ecosystems, and innovation. The Partnernomics Show is brought to you by Iolite Solutions, a product incubator specific to Salesforce. Now here's the host of the Partnernomics Show, Mark Brigman. All right, so welcome back to another episode. Mr. Alex Richards, man, I'm so excited, Alex, to have you a part of, uh, part of the show and I give you an opportunity to share your insights. I know I've enjoyed our conversations together and uh, getting to know each other. Uh, man, feel really, really excited and happy to, to have you as part of this program. It's 2022 and we're kicking things off with a, with a big boom, which I love it. And, you know, I love our conversations as well. So I really appreciate you um, having me along and, you know, being part of this. This is awesome. So Alex, as we've mentioned a part of the Partnernomics show, what we want to do is to give us a, a platform to share insights, share opinions, share different resources, but all centered around advancing this world that you and I both love, that is partnerships. Yep. Living and breathe it. And I think, um, you know, that, and, and one of the things I love about this whole thing as well is that we need more resources out there. We need more community. We need, you know, we need to be talking more about this. And I think people are looking for this sort of stuff. So, you know, advancing everyone, I, I think is amazing. So, um, so yeah, perfect. So Alex is the senior director of global alliances for Momentum. Momentum, and you probably know them a little bit better, uh, maybe by the names of Survey Monkey or Get Feedback. And uh, so Alex is there in the, in the senior director role, helping them just kind of rock and roll and further advance their organization by uh, you know doing partnerships. But Alex, share with us for a minute or two. I mean, what's what's it like to be in the day in the life of Alex doing partnerships? Well, I think like everyone, there's always a lot that there's a lot of wood to chop, as people say. Um, you know, we're you know this is a completely new thing for the business, so we're um, you know I'm building everything from scratch right now. Um, but the the really great thing is that I think company culture, um, the customers that we have, and the products that we have are really really great. And um, you know, it's it's the same space that I've sort of come from that the CX industry um, and SaaS technology. So it, it's really exciting, you know tools and platforms, processes, um, keeping teams happy, uh, working with product, legal, marketing, um, and also as well, just making sure that we're, we're growing our strategic presence with you know the relationships we already have. So um, I think we're gonna be talking a lot about those things today and um, yeah, chopping that wood as I keep saying, so yeah. No question, no question. All right, so let's jump in. I'm going to hammer it. you with the first question, and uh, we're going to wrestle this thing to the ground, hopefully. So today's topic of interest is all centered around mission, or like the mission statement. So we had, you know, not we had launched out a blog uh, looking at vision, mission, core values, these sorts of things, purpose, uh, which yep. I believe are really critical. I think this is an area you and I align on, or you know, are passionate about. But uh, you know, we talk about vision statements and the way that I kind of define a, a vision is more of that 20 to 25 year big mountaintop uh, you know, picture that we're casting for our company. And then mission specifically is more of that say two to five year picture of, of, of what we're trying to accomplish for our company. So in this episode, we're really going to be hitting on mission from a couple different angles. And the first question that I want to launch at you is, does a mission link to a group's 
either either a group or a company's culture? I mean, what's the, is there a tie? And, and if so, kind of what is the tie? Yeah, I, I think it's an interesting subject because I, I know you and I have spoken about this in the past, but um, I think some companies sort of, they interchange them and they don't really sort of kind of know, you know, what each means. So um, I, I think it is a big fit um, and it should be a key piece to a company's culture. Um, you know, one of the, one, I think, there's some mission statements out there in the market that we're all very familiar with. Obviously there was like Nike's we, you know, just do it. Um, those have sort of like changed over the years um, with, with companies like that. I think Nike's Nike's now has um, sort of moved with the times and it's especially more um, uh, it's, it's more open to a wider market rather than it just being like elite athletes and, and all this sort of stuff. So it, it's, it's more, um, more of a, a an open playing field, which is really, really nice. So I, I think it is a core cool thing. Um, and at the end of the day, I think you want individuals to be part and feel part of that company culture and understand, like you were saying before, the mission statement is essentially the journey you're on and they want to be on that journey. So having that connection there um, and being part of that, I think is, you know, is really, really key to it overall. But I would love to get your insights. I know we've had we've spoken about this in the past, and I think we, you know, we have had a really good chat previously on this. Yeah, it's definitely a, a topic that I think is is really critical. And uh, several years ago, I had the opportunity to interview Jerry Porras. So there's a particular book called Built to Last, and the book Built to Last, Jerry Porras and uh, and Jim Collins were the authors of that. Jim Collins wrote the book Good to Great. Both of those sold millions and millions of copies. So I think whenever it comes to like this purpose, vision, mission, core values, these, these kind of components, sometimes called you know, the soft side, the soft components of business, um, you know, built to last is like just the business Bibles, what I call it, relative to those yeah. uh, particular topics. But what I find so interesting is how, you know, in some companies, this, this mission, you know, having these overt mission statements, vision statements, really talking about purpose, some businesses and business leaders, executives, I mean, it's, it's kind of the holy grail. I mean, they just live it, eat yeah. it, breathe it. Other organizations, it's like, you can't even pull it out of somebody if you tried. You can't even, you don't see it anywhere. It's definitely not their North Star. So it almost seems like it's kind of this philosophical a bent that either executives have or they don't have wrapped around yeah. this topic. I, I think you raise a good point there as well, because I've seen in the past as well that startups seem to be very good at having a mission statement. Everyone lives and breathes it, they're, you know, they're eating it. It's it's a really, really cool thing. But I think um, with larger companies, um, it sometimes gets lost unless you're an identifiable brand um, or you don't have one. So it's, it's a very... Um, it's a very interesting thing. And um, I'm sure like you mentioned core values. I'd love a little later on. We'll, like, I'd love to touch up on that as well. Cause I think that's also a really good point. Yeah. We'll definitely tee up, uh, tee up that episode in, in the future as well. Well, let me, let me fire a question over to you. Um, Cause I, I'd love to get your insight on this a little bit more, but um, should a partnering team have its, very own mission statement. I would love to get your insight and, and, and see where your head's on that one. Yeah, man, this this is a great question. And it's one that 
it can be kind of contentious. And what I mean by that is like how I uh, shared earlier, uh, we've, we've both, I'm sure we've both been part of organizations. I know I've been part of organizations or even companies where vision, mission, core values, purpose, these sorts of things are really, really important. And specifically like the founders, the CEO, the C-suite, uh, they feel like a sense of ownership of what these are. And, and they kind of disseminate these down through the teams and, and they, they kind of own that. And then we've also seen the opposite end of the spectrum. So here's, and I, and I definitely am kind of passionate about this particular topic. And that is for, for mission statements, right? So at Partnernomics, our company, we say our mission is to make strategic partnering become a core competency for every client. And so we, I, I believe in mission statements. And so, and I believe that they should be our, our yardstick or our measuring stick for, for our activities, for what we do, for how we run our business, for how we resource our business. And, you know, if you don't have a mission statement, or yeah. if your mission statement is either so general that your team doesn't feel like they can use it as a measuring stick, then yes, I would say you do need to incorporate or build um, a mission statement for your individual partnering team. You agree? I do. I do. And I, and, and I love your, your mission statement as well, because I mean, our one at Momentive is to power the curious so they can shape what's next. And I, and I think that really, you know, when you have that one stick, as you were mentioning, it really divides it. But I think there is, there is this line um especially with sort of mission statements and teams and i'm intrigued to know what you might think about that um as well yeah so i think when it comes to to mission statements i guess kind of like i said before you if you're going to build out a mission statement for your team uh kind of approach with caution and make sure <laughs> yes. that you're having that conversation upstream, right? Because you don't want to be you know, ruffling any feathers, stepping on any toes, thinking that you're going to take over the company. You're going to build a new mission statement for the company. No, you're yep. going to build it for your team because you want to give your team kind of this, this yardstick. You know, this is a perfect time, right? It's early in, you know, 2022. Uh, my team is, has, we've literally kind of built out this spreadsheet of, I think, 22 different items 22 different potential projects hey where should we put resources what what should we what should we focus on the first half of 22 the way that i have always used a mission statement is i use it as kind of that litmus test of how of, of what we of what we resource right so i mean I, I say you know our mission is to make strategic partnering become a core competency for each one of our clients so project idea number one does this help us accomplish our mission or come closer to accomplishing our mission? If the answer is no, that kind of answers the resourcing question in my mind. We probably shouldn't do it. Um, or we need to have some really, you know, some, some strong conversations behind that resourcing of it. Uh, so that's just kind of how we use it. But another thing that kind of comes to mind is, you know, I guess politically or culturally or whatever, if you don't feel like you can build out a, a mission statement for your team, um, call it something else. Call it your team's purpose statement. Call it something to that effect 
exactly. You still get this yardstick for your team, which I believe wholeheartedly in. Yeah, I, I completely agree with you 100% on that. I think it, it's really, really valuable to have that. So, Alex, I want to fire another question at you. Let's do so, it. So, your mission, can it help you, identifying this mission, can it help you either qualify or disqualify, say, employees or partners? Ooh, I like that. Um... In the short answer, I would say yes. Um, I think, like you were mentioning before, that I think there's sort of a line and, and you have to be aware of kind of um, mission statements and fits. Obviously, there's boundaries for everything. But at the end of the day, I think, um, especially with a mission statement, like I mentioned before, it is that journey to that overall vision. And, and a mission statement can change um, year by year. Nike's shown that a number of other companies have as well, because goals change for you to reach that, you know, that end target. Um, uh, I think for fit culturally, um, and also maybe metrics and objectives you got, if your mission statement, and I think also your core values that you touched upon earlier on align with that, then yes, 100%. Like I, I would, I would want employees, um, people in a hiring process to be excited about what we're excited about. If there's, you know, an, an overt, like complete um, disconnect from that, then obviously that's sort of a no. And then I think from partners as well, there is an element of that as well. I mean, I, I love it when um, partners mission statements include words like ecosystem and, you know, driving growth and adoption. Like for me, that really resonates because that, that aligns with what we want to do. Um, but obviously, if the mission statement is completely, you know, off from that, then I think I think we'd all have to agree as a as a no on that. So I think it's a really interesting concept. The thing that I'm leaning into a lot more now is around um, uh, core values. I think they can be they can resonate really, really well. And an example that I'll throw out there from um, many, many moons ago. So I, I don't know how many years ago I'm now thinking about this, but when I was at Apple um, in my role there, a, a lot of my colleagues, you know, they have the lanyards, they have these little things behind them and they have a little book with their, their credo in there. And one of the first items in there that always sticks with me is that um, uh, at Apple, our most important resource, our soul is our employees. And for me, that was that's always one thing that stuck with me because I think if you can embody those things and it shows that you really value individuals and your customers and things like that, it's a it's a good mindset to have at the end of the day. I love how you say that because it's oh man, so much of you know mission statements, these sorts of things, core values that you're speaking of. It's one thing to like have them and throw them on a wall or have them on a book or have them on a on a <laughs> on a web page. But it's another yeah. thing to like to make them real, meaning that you truly believe them and that you you live them. And I think when that happens, when you have that level of magic, that is powerful. That's transformative. That's really what's uh, you know the, the the power and the benefit that can come from this this entire conversation of this this entire topic. Yeah, I, I completely agree, and um, I think that's the big thing: putting words into action is really, really valuable. Um, and I think that kind of like leans a little bit more into um, the question that I actually have for you around sort of 
informing a partner strategy. I'd love to get your insight to understand if you think um, a mission statement can inform a partner strategy. Um, and I'm sure there's a lot of people out there would love to know that as well. Yeah, awesome question, man. Um, yeah, I guess kind of the first thing that bounces into my mind is you ask that question is how many times whenever we're looking to form a partnership you know, with another organization, do we actually dig in and ask them questions about their mission? You know, especially we talked a little bit about core values and vision and these sorts of things, but, you know, just kind of even staying on mission, uh, you know, the, the mission statement for companies, for teams. Yeah. Um, how many times do we even ask about their mission and look for alignment between our mission and their mission? And then use that as a way to either qualify or disqualify a particular partner uh, from, you know, from doing business with us. And I absolutely believe in, in spending that time to look at alignment. I, I just, I kind of share this word picture of railroad tracks and I envision, okay. I just think about as, as companies look to partner with other companies the more aligned you are, like railroad tracks that go miles into the future, uh, the more aligned you are, the, the easier it is to provide value to each other as you head miles down the track. You know, we always talk about partnerships and specifically strategic partnerships about, you know, being this way to, you know, this, this symbiotic relationship, you know, where we just naturally provide value to each other. But if you're, tr if you're, if you're partnering organization is, heading in a different direction or you know their strategy is vastly different than what your strategy is those railroad tracks will then start to you know you have more and more distance between them which means more effort more energy and sometimes it's not even really possible or practical to to provide value to each other yeah i'm i'm with you on that as well because i think um you know since since we've been talking about this um, and, and about this, um, this conversation as well. It's actually made me think a little bit more about, well, okay, you know, we have a strategy as a, as a partner team um, within our, with our company, but maybe we could sum that up a little bit more with like, this is our, this is our mission statement as a team. Um, and, and really align that. So when we are having these conversations, little things that I look out for is, people that are very transactional, they want a fee for a relationship. They're not really invested in getting to know you, like how's the family, all that sort of stuff. And, and also like, what is the strategy for essentially growth? Like a lot of us get pulled into conversations around, hey, you want to be a partner? And it's like, okay, we can have a logo on our website and stuff, but like, what are we trying to achieve here? And I, and I think that's like the, the point that you were driving home there as well is, um, you know, what does that look like and can that help? And I think yes is the answer to it. It can really, really impact where you want to go down that road long-term. So, so yeah. Well, I love the piece that you said there. It's um, not all partnerships are created equal, right? Just like we say, not all customers exactly, are yeah. created equal. Not all partnerships are created equal. You know, and sometimes it's okay to have a, a, a highly transactional partnership. Just call it yes. what it is. And, and that's yeah. what it is. But if you're really talking about kind of that high innovation, high transformation, high value creation, this truly strategic relationship, by definition, you're going to be working together intensely 
to make this, this idea come to fruition. And in those cases, I would argue, you have to really look at each other's you know, strategy, which includes you know, that mission and having that conversation. Yeah, I'm, I'm completely the same page. And, and that's why I think this subject is so interesting <laughs> because there's just, there's so many levels to it and it, it really does exemplify, you know, where you're trying to get to long-term as well. So, yeah. so yeah, it's awesome. Well, we definitely have to hit core values because that's another uh, topic that I absolutely love. We got to make sure that we hit that one in a, in a future episode. But uh, Alex, Agreed. it's awesome checking in with you, catching up with you. I'm glad to see that uh, 22 is off to a great start for you and the team. Uh, keep up the awesome work, buddy. Yeah, appreciate it. You too. I'm really excited to see what you guys are up to. Thanks for joining us for this week's episode of the Partnernomics Show. Don't forget to subscribe to get the newest episodes at thepartnernomicsshow.com. Special thanks to our sponsors, Iolite. To learn more about Iolite, visit iolitepro.com. And Partnernomics, the science of partnering. To learn more about the suite of Partnernomics courses, coaching programs, and consulting services, visit partnernomics.com. See you on the next episode.